This is WPCast, the tactical podcast where we help you accelerate your business with WordPress. I'm Doug from PodWP, where we specialize in designing and hosting podcast websites. And I'm David from FatCat Apps, where we build WordPress plugins such as easy pricing tables and easy opt-ins that drive conversions. This is episode 35, The Power of Masterminding. So uh, we'll start off with the change log and wanted to say thanks to Jeff in Tokyo for the five-star review. Really yeah, thanks. It. Yeah, thanks so much. Um, we really do appreciate it. So Doug, you're at a in-person mastermind meetup right now. And that's kind of the reason why we chose this topic for the week, right? Yeah. So, so right now I'm in Aonang, Thailand, doing a mastermind. Uh, it's called uh, Heroic Escape. And um, we'll get to the details a bit later. But yeah, it was uh, kind of the inspiration for, for this week's topic. Yeah. So I think so masterminding is something that a lot of entrepreneurs, you know, talk about or do. But I remember when I first heard the concept maybe like four or five years ago, I was really confused. Like, like what, is, what is a mastermind? And it's, it's kind of like a weird word, you know, how would you describe what a mastermind is? I guess I would describe it as, as a, you know, a small group of people talking in depth about their businesses and, you know, maybe sharing a bit more than what they would share, you know, casually with somebody that they just met. Yeah. And I think, I think one of the concepts here is that so when you're always working in your business and you're in the trenches, so to say, uh, sometimes it's kind of difficult to see the forest because you're surrounded by trees. So I think that's one of the things where masterminds are really helpful is you get an outsider's perspective into your business and to kind of, you know, step back and you kind of get like a 40,000 foot view that, because that's, they don't see like all the small, like day to day, you know, hassles and stuff like that that's going on in your business. It just kind of they're more likely to see the big picture. Yeah. And, you know, there's a lot of uh, different formats for it. You know, you can do a regular call, like a, a weekly call or um, in-person events or you yeah. know, where you're actually just talking business maybe for a day or you can do like what I'm doing right now is a 10-day retreat and mastermind. Yeah. Okay. So, and maybe just touching on the benefits here for a bit. So, you know, like why should you even listen to this episode? Why should you even care? What do you feel that masterminds have done for you? For me, it's always it's always been kind of gaining a lot of a lot of insights that I feel like I, I you know never would have really seen because I was just too close to the business. I find a lot where you know people tell me that you know something like uh, you know for example copy on on my website where it's too technical or you know not really targeting the right audience, and even though I've spent lots of time going over it. When it's only you that's that's reading it and writing it, you know you you're not always able to put yourself in the shoes of your customer because you're just you know you're too close to it. Yeah, yeah. So I think that's a good point. You know, maybe getting some insights and kind of refining your value proposition. One thing that has been useful to me recently is so I am getting a lot of insights that I would have maybe never had otherwise, and you know some of them were related to say like sales funnels or related to, you know, potential other products I could be building that are kind of complementary with say like easy pricing tables or the products I've got right now at FatCat apps. And so I, ju I just find like having this somebody's outsider's perspective is really interesting. And it doesn't mean that it's always going to be the right suggestion or that it's the right thing to do to, to do exactly what somebody from the mastermind call tells you to do, but I just find it very interesting and very useful. Yeah. So, 
So I guess I'll, you know, talk a little bit about my experience with different masterminds. And the first one I did, you know, was a, was a group that was formed within the Dynamite Circle group, which, you know, we'd mentioned this group before. So basically it was um, a group of officially it was about 10 people in the group. And mm-hmm. we would do a weekly call over Skype. Actually, I, I believe it was a go-to meeting that we we're using for most of them. Mm-hmm. So a combination of that and Skype and I think we had tried Hangouts once. So this one, I felt that I got a lot out of it early on. But I think there were a couple of, of problems with with it that, you know, ultimately I I felt like I was getting diminishing returns. And I think, you know, some of these were just – it's not, not to, to say anything like uh, no fault of uh, any of the people. But um, Yeah, sure. Yeah. I think the size of the group, you know, was a bit too big and it was officially 10 people in there, but usually only about six people would show up. And yeah, that's it, that's not good. Yeah. I think you got to kick up people who don't show up. Yeah, but it, it wasn't always the same people. Yeah. So, so it was a bit, a bit strange. And mm-hmm. I think, you know, everybody, you know, had a lot of travel schedules, you know, so that did make it a little difficult. But when you have a bigger group, it's a lot harder to like schedule, you know, around travel and other things so that everybody right. can make it. So yeah, anyway, I, I got a lot out of it in the beginning. And then I think it got to the point where everybody knew each other's businesses enough. And then, you know, week to week, there's not a lot that you can really implement from one week to the next. Yeah. So, so I felt that, you know, the frequency was a bit much and then, you know, you're not getting like brand new insights. Yep. So ultimately, you know, I, I felt like it was still worth my time to, to do the mastermind up until I went back to the U.S. And uh, so that was the reason why I ended up leaving the mastermind because the, uh, the scheduled time we had would have been about 4 a.m. <laughs> for my time. And right. so after that, then I, uh, I started another mastermind. And this was with David and another friend. So do you want to talk a little bit about that? Sure. Yeah. So initially we called it a WordPress mastermind, which I think it's everybody, or I think right now we have four people on that call and I think three out of four are still doing WordPress stuff. But um, so, so basically it's a small group of people and we all know each other. And initially we started by doing the call once per week. And I think we structured it so that we were kind of maybe catching up for 10 minutes or so in the beginning. And then I think everybody was talking for 10, 15 minutes about their business. And that was pretty good in the beginning, but then things kind of started to just like not be as interesting anymore because there was not that much happening on a week to week basis. Yeah. And then we shifted it to a monthly call, but then we felt that was a bit too long of a, of a gap. So now we're doing it uh, twice a month which I think is is a good balance. Yeah. And uh, the way we're structuring this call now is that, so it's about one hour and we're doing 10 minutes of catching up and chatting about random stuff in the beginning. And then there's a hot seat segment where somebody, you know, is on the hot seat for say 20 to 30 minutes or so. And, you know, he's basically talking about what's going on in his business and what his challenges are. And then everybody's focused on giving him some good feedback. And then at the end of uh, the call, we, we do have a accountability segment as well, where, you know, everybody names the goals for the next uh, two week stretch. And then we can evaluate how things went. And I, I think that's pretty good. I'm pretty excited about the call right now. I feel like, like I'm definitely getting a lot of value out of it. And I think doing it every two weeks is 
a good balance because doing it once a week is just kind of like a big, it's like a big thing to schedule every week. Yeah. I also get a lot out of it. And I think one of the, the reasons why is because we've been able to adapt it a bit. You know, we've, we've changed the format and then, you know, we've changed the, uh, the frequency as well. Yeah. So, and, and also because we keep it small that, I don't know, I guess we feel, uh, you know, closer and, you know, know each other's businesses, you know, really well. Whereas, you know, if you had a group twice as big, you may not find that as much. Yeah, that makes sense. And, you know, now that the call has been going on for probably almost a year or so, and we've known each other for so long, I just feel like the deeper we go, the more we get to know both each other and also our businesses, the, the more interesting insights we, we kind of, yeah. uh, you know, get. Yeah, we had known each other for a while before the mastermind started, but I think, you know, after we made it, you know, kind of a formal mastermind, I think we really got to understand each other's businesses much better. Yeah. Yeah. So this one is working for us right now. I would say the next thing we've got here is the DCPKK mastermind. So that was a kind of like half day mastermind that was part of an event in Bangkok that both of us attended a couple of months ago. Yeah. So, so my experience was that I did get some good insights. So the way that they structure it is that everybody kind of gives a description of their business when they sign up. And then the staff matches people up based on the type of business and I think, you know, how far along you are and, mm -hmm. and things like that. So I think their goal uh, when they did that is they were, they were like trying to promote diversity. So you were filling out a questionnaire and, you know, you're, yeah, you're telling them you're making software or you're a blogger, whatever, you're selling information products. And then you also were giving a rough estimate of your revenues. So one thing that I think was cool is that in the way they did end up mixing the groups, you had people kind of going from making almost no money to making, you know, like millions a year and also in like very diverse industries. So I found that quite interesting. So I think it was cool because I got to talk to people that I would have probably, you know, otherwise never really met or talked to that much. Yeah. Yeah. Likewise. So for me, I thought my people in my group, you know, they're great and everything, but I felt that kind of the, the theme or focus of mine was more of like the higher level consulting. And mm -hmm. I think it's just with, with my business, I'm trying to go in the opposite ends and, you know, productize services a lot more and, you know, pretty much go after lower costs, consulting packages and standardize them more. Whereas, you know, with really high level consulting, it's highly custom, you know, you have a lot, you know, there's a very mm -hmm. big pre-sales process and, yep. you know, you, you make a lot more money per person, but it's also, you know, you have to really sell them on it. And I, I guess I felt that, you know, my business type was just not, you know, in that direction. So a lot of the advice that I got was, was good advice for consulting, but not the direction that I wanted to take my business. Yeah. Um, that, so that makes sense. And so just in terms of the structure, so the way that one worked is, I think you were talking about your business for, you basically told people maybe for five or 10 minutes about your business. And then there was kind of like a 10 to 20 minute session of where they were kind of like asking you questions and, you know, giving you feedback. And I think it was interesting, but you can not really go that deep in those kind of things where yeah. you meet somebody that you've never talked to before in your entire life. And then you give them an overview, like for five minutes, how your business works. So it is interesting because you could get some really interesting ideas that you never thought of, which I did actually, but at the same time, they're just not going to really understand your business and give you like great, you know, insights. So Doug, you're at this heroic escape mastermind thing right now. Can you tell me a bit more about how that works? 
Sure. So this is a 10-day retreat in Aonang, Thailand. And so it's you know luxury accommodation. And then there's also some fun activities like climbing and kayaking and also a lot of business masterminding. So the guy who's running this is his name's Cody McKibben of Thrilling Heroics. And so we'll link up to his site in, in the show notes. Mm-hmm. So this group is about uh, six people and it's purposely kept to a small size, which I think is really good. You know, similar to the other masterminds, you know, if you have too big of a group, you don't get to know each other's businesses as well. So what does the day-to-day kind of look like? Are you guys co-working from like the restaurant of the hotel or? Yeah. So there's, um, so typically there's like one kind of main activity for the day. And then there's, you know, usually like group dinners and lunches and, and then there's the masterminding and co-working. So it's usually in the hotel, but there's also, you know, there was uh, this one, one resort where they actually have kind of like a beach club and with like really good Wi-Fi, which is mm-hmm. uh, really amazing. So, you know, you can sit out there and go on the beach, or hang in a hammock and then, you know, come back and, you know, we sit around a table and do some co-working and masterminding. Cool. So it sounds like you're having a good time. Uh, do you feel like you're, you're also getting like a lot of kind of business value out of it? Yeah, I think it's, you know, it's a, it's a bit different because it's not as, I'd say not as intense as, you know, say the one day mastermind, but. Right. And it's also called escape. So there's probably yeah. like a fair bit of relaxation and, you know, that kind of stuff involved. It's almost probably sounds almost like a semi vacation, right? Yeah. It's a, you know, a combination of both. But I think on the business side of things, it's really, you know, it's interesting because if it's, you know, it's not one full day of, of just masterminding and, you know, you kind of, you know, you do some each day and then you, uh, you do an activity and, you know, similar to kind of like the weekly calls or, you know, semi-monthly calls, you do have time to kind of process and you, you think about both your own business and then other people's businesses. Whereas a one-day mastermind, maybe you get some ideas and then contact that person later. But for the most part, it's over after that day. And cool. I, I think uh, you know this one. Uh, that structure helps you stay relaxed while still getting a lot done. This reminds me a bit of the big snow, tiny conf thing. Yeah, it's, I think it's shorter, but it, but it sounds pretty cool, right? Uh, it's by Bretana and uh, Brian Kassel. And I think you're, you're skiing or snowboarding basically all day. And then in the evening, you're kind of masterminding. You do that for a week or so. It sounds pretty awesome. Yeah. Yeah. That's just, I don't remember the details on that, but I think it sounds pretty similar. You know, that's one that should be on my radar to, to look into as well. Yeah. Especially since you're probably heading back to the US. Yeah. So one last thing is so there's this concept of like an ongoing in-person mastermind which I think I've got going here in Ho Chi Minh City in Vietnam right now, where I've got some of, you know, some of my best friends, they also live here in Ho Chi Minh City and they're all business owners. And we end up, you know, hanging out a lot and getting like lunches and dinners. And so we just kind of end up talking a lot about business. And I feel like when you similarize with the mastermind where if you just spend a lot of time with somebody and you really get to know each other and you also start to understand how your business works, I think you're going to get a very, very interesting insights 
And I think it, it almost kind of comes back to the concept of, you know, how you like the average of your, you know, five best friends or whatever. And, you know, how you want to surround yourself on not just a weekly, once a week phone call kind of thing, but ideally on a daily basis with other like-minded people who are doing interesting things. Yeah, I agree with that. I think ultimately with all of these these masterminds, I think the uh, the core of it is, you know, having a you know small group where you really get in, in depth, you know, whether it's spread out over time or concentrated into, you know, a day. And I think something like the ongoing in-person mastermind, you know, I think, you know, when you see people most days and just keep running into each other, you know, you really, you know, the kind of the separation between business and, you know, normal life, you know, kind of blurs a bit and mm -hmm. you don't really have to go into business mode and, you can get like, you know, just go out to lunch and then just, you, you just end up talking business, you know, not really on purpose right. or anything. Yeah. Okay. So let's wrap up here. So a couple of takeaway points. So first of all, I think we both agree that you should absolutely either join or start a mastermind. And I guess if you don't know anybody or if you, if you don't really know where to start, it might make sense to, you know, join some communities. I think Matt Medeiros from Matt Report has a community, which I think also has a mastermind component. There's a Rob Walling's Founder Cafe, where you would definitely find like-minded people in there. Dan and Ian from Tropical MBA's Dynamite Circle, which both of us are members in. So I think that's like a really good way to find people if you if you don't know anybody. Yeah. So, you know, going over a couple of the, the points that we had before is we recommend, you know, something like twice a month. You'll want to adapt based on your group and, you know, how, how many people you have and, you know, I guess, you know, your type of business as well. But, uh, you know, we found that once a week is, you know, is a bit too often and once a month isn't quite often enough. So you'll see what works for you. But, um, you know, twice a month is a good balance for us. So the other thing is you should uh, keep your group size small. So also uh, we re recommend that you keep the group small, uh, maybe six people or less. Otherwise, everyone is going to end up with less time for each call. Or maybe it takes too long to have a turn in the hot seat. And it's also, it's a bit easier for people to skip a call if you have a bigger group, because when there's that many other people, then it's, you know, less pressure to, to make it. And also we think it's, it's helpful if you have relevant businesses, it'll be easier to understand and, you know, give insights to people whose businesses, uh, you know, are somewhat relevant and that you, you understand the space a bit. And then also uh, we think it's important to have some structure, whether it's, having the hot seat or giving people equal time each week, you may find that it's easy to kind of slip into just idle chat and uh, catching up and that can end up lasting the whole time. So it is important yeah. to have some stru structure. I agree. So one of the issues with, with the accountability is that if somebody doesn't actually do what, what they said that they were going to do, you know, nobody really uh, calls them out on it. And so there's not really a consequence of uh, skipping out on it. And so, you know, there's, there's that. So maybe, maybe it's a, it's a good idea to have a little more pressure to actually follow up with the accountability. So that's it for this episode. You can find the show notes and links to everything that we mentioned at wpcast.fm slash mastermind. And so we'd love to know what you think, you know, leave us uh, comments or questions or a voicemail. And if you're in any uh, mastermind, you know, we'd love to hear, you know, if how it's going, if you have any tips for structure or, or anything like that. So 
Thanks. Thanks for listening. You can go to wpcast.fm to download our WordPress toolbox, which contains our 50 favorite tools. We'll see you next Wednesday morning at 8 a.m. Eastern Standard Time.